Welcome to At Home with Kelly and Tiffany, where naturally-minded women gather together as we pursue simplicity and confidence in health alternatives so we can show up better in our busy lives and feel more at home in our bodies. Join your favorite home birth midwife duo for conversation, candor, and community. Welcome back to the show. You are listening to At Home with Kelly and Tiffany. I'm Kelly. And I'm Tiffany. There you go. And it's, if you had any questions about whether you were hearing podcasting from women born in the 80s, it's Kelly and Tiffany. <laughs> it's us. We're in our mid to late 30s now, have the same names we were given. Good for us. Yeah. I know some people have changed their names. The 80s were a weird time. Hey, what would be your 90s name? Well, when I was like my middle daughter's age, about nine, I was on a tear that I was going to change my name officially. My parents were like, yeah, sure, like save up the money and go down to the courthouse to do that. And I wanted to be named Don. Like D-A-W-N. Don. Don. It was, it sounded so um, elegant (laughs) to me. Here I am, just named Kelly, but I could have been Dawn. Mother. (laughs) (laughs) It's life that you've withheld from me. I mean, Kelly. Um, I wanted to be... My turn. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to change my name to Candace. Of course. Is it because of DJ Tammy? It's like her real name? Oh, maybe. So, fun fact... She wanted to change, or Stephanie, I think maybe on that show, wanted to change her name at some point to Dawn also. And I was like, we are kindred. Whoa. This, this has come full circle. (laughs) That's the end of the show. (laughs) That's all you guys needed to know. (laughs) Really embraced that rhythm. Uh, Okay. Today, we're talking about embracing seasonal rhythms. It's something we're really excited to share about because we are so invested in doing this in our own lives right now and although at the onset it doesn't seem like it has a lot to do with midwifery and health it actually is completely pivotal to doing lady life well in my opinion yes absolutely and just like the idea of reconnecting with your body with your heart with all the things that are going on in your life assessing how you're responding to those things, noticing changes, embracing some of those, recognizing what actually needs to change within that. It's important to be able to give yourself some permission to lean into these seasons. It sure is. Thank you, Kelly. Yep. Okay, I want to share a quote. Ooh. <laughs> Speaking of things that are um, <laughs> potentially off topic, yes, please. I came across this and I saved it for a time that we were going to talk about this. This is what Charles Dickens says. Mm. Ready for a little Dickens in your life? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Nature gives to every time and season unique beauty from morning to night as from the cradle to the grave. It's just a succession of changes so soft and comfortable that we hardly notice the progress. Mm. It's like a little warm blanket of a statement. Like it just encompasses so much about what is happening around us already in natural rhythms in nature, how our bodies are designed to be rhythmic, cyclic, especially women, right? We're so cyclic. And giving space for that, to recognize that, that like we've been created so purposefully and we can honor that piece. Absolutely. 
when I started really digging into understanding even how those shifts happen month to month, like with my own cycle, I was like, oh man, the way that I have been eating or moving my body or giving it rest or not giving it rest was off. And when I started pouring some time into that, I was like, oh man, this feels good, right? I can feel my body being more nourished in different seasons. I, I will say though, we do live in San Diego. So we like the whole idea of seasons isn't always as like forefront here since it's it was like 75 today. No, I'm really embracing seasonal changes in San Diego. I am too. We have a beautiful tree in our front yard that is changing colors and the leaves are falling and it's so gorgeous. And it actually really has helped me be like, yes, I can put on a sweatshirt in the morning. That's right. Drink my coffee and enjoy these falling leaves. Remember the fashion trend where you'd wear a mini skirt with Ugg boots? Yes. That is just embracing San Diego seasonal changes in a nutshell. We probably started that trend. (laughs) Yep. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Okay. Before we jump into how to embrace seasonal rhythms as a woman, I want to share one really important supplement with our listeners today. It is evening primrose oil. This is a supplement that gets touted a lot in women's health for pregnancy reasons, for labor prep, but it is a really beautiful supplement to add to PMS symptoms. Yes. I think most women are surprised when they hear about how powerful the research is behind the supplement. Yeah. So the research that supports evening primrose supplementation is cutting PMS symptoms in half for women. That's crazy. That's so crazy. Some of these symptoms include headache, emotions, strong emotions, (laughs) (laughs) bloating, irritability, breast tenderness, food cravings, changes to your digestive habits. Mm. Give that to me. Yeah. So these are all things that have been included in the research that can be reduced in half by taking evening primrose oil. The dosing is 500 milligrams a day. And the important piece of selecting this supplement is that you're getting one that is non-GMO or organic and that it's cold pressed. So it being a reputably sourced supplement is really important with this particular one because there's a lot of cross-contamination and poor harvesting habits with any kind of oil, really. Yes. Yeah, it's been really fun this year of Well Woman Care that we've been doing. How many times this particular supplement showed up in conversation and recommendations and the feedback from it has been so encouraging. So that's something that every lady should have in their back pocket. Yeah, I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you guys. Anything we can do to ease PMS symptoms, we are 100% on board with. Okay, we are going to share five seasonal rhythms for every woman. Including me? Yes, you. <laughs> okay. You can, you can come. I can come too. Yeah, right. you can do it. Uh, there was actually about 27 seasonal <laughs> rhythms that I wanted to share. <laughs> so. so you're welcome. You're welcome. I narrowed it down to five. <laughs> I mean, what are we noticing this time of year? 
already, especially as the weather starts to change and the leaves are falling and all of those good things, there's just this call, at least that I feel like we are feeling and that we, as we talk about it, so many other women are feeling the same, kind of digging back into home, slowness, things like hobbies and baking and all of those things that, to be honest, in previous years, life has been so hectic that I don't think I have really noticed it as much as I have this year. And it's been so sweet to pick up those nuances, not just in my own life, but seeing it in other people too. Yeah, we're in a period of off call from birth type of work right now through the end of the year. And so it really does feel like that transition and time Mm -hmm. mixed with the season changing is it feels very dramatic in my it life. It really does. And I almost feel like I'm like overly poetic about it, but I'm like, uh, no, this is this is good. Yeah, it's all it's all the things that you like you said that you want to have time for to nourish and mm-hmm. enjoy the season. It's a sweet little break in between the excitement and energy level of summer. But it's before the rush of the holidays. Mm-hmm. It's like a sweet little space of like, I just feel sleepier, I think, because the nights are longer and the days are shorter. I used to really fight that of like, but it's only six, 630. Like, why don't I want to go out to do something? Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's okay if I don't want to go out and do something. It's fall. Y'all? Pumpkin spice latte? <laughs> Saw something today that's like, full blessed. Pumpkin spice spice baby. <laughs> I was digging it. I almost bought it and I was like, you are not that person. You're not gonna buy that. You really aren't that person. No, what? Nothing do that. Okay, five seasonal rhythms for every woman. Number one, get more sleep. Ah. Uh, yep. The evenings just feel slower. It gets darker sooner. There's an opportunity for earlier bedtimes. There's a longer window for sleep rituals when it's darker mm-hmm. earlier, right? And so potentially your whole day can kind of like wind down a little bit more and enjoy getting more sleep. I mean, we're probably a society that functions on five or six hours on average every single night. And no matter what anybody tells you, that's actually not enough. No. Even if you're like, I'm going to feel great. You're not going to feel great in a little while. We love talking about sleep, though. It's a great one. Okay, number two, eating warming foods, right? It was just talking about baking, things like that. Like the nourishment and kind of those slow cooking, slow baking items in the fall. I feel like that is just, it just reminds you of being home, being safe. It's very, very sweet. We really recommend, especially when you're noticing and, you know, taking this time to reassess what you are feeling, what you're experiencing, what the rhythms really are, assessing your cravings, right? Like your food cravings. A lot of times that comes with like, oh, we're in fall and we're baking all of these things and like lots of treats and Halloween just happened, all of that stuff. But opting for really nutrient-rich, fiber-high carbs like you see everywhere when you go to the grocery store now, squash, all of those yummy pumpkins and root vegetables, sweet potatoes, which like those came back into rotation in my house after being gone for way too long. And I was like, yes, love me some sweet potatoes. But things like beans, quinoa, brown rice, all of those good nourishing 
foods, especially in the fall, there's just something really sweet um, about putting the crock pot on, putting the oven on, and enjoying the fruit of your nutrient-dense labor. Yeah, like you don't mind heating up your house with the oven on or like no. things all day long like you did a couple months ago. You were like, no, I forbid you <laughs> to cook inside this house. I will lean into that for sure. Number three is gentle movement. So whether you had an exercise routine that was really much more intense over the summer, I know mine is because I'm like, well, I'm going to beat yeah. that suit. <laughs> So it sounds I'm going to try to make it yeah. look better. <laughs> Moving into fall and autumn and winter, you're just you're covered up more. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to be quite so focused on the little nuances of, you know, your body. Your particular hang up with your thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so hopefully that creates mm -hmm. some space and freedom to enjoy a little bit more gentle movement. And that might look like stretching, walking, some low-impact mm -hmm. cardio. It's great to be exercising and moving your body, of course. And the way that your body looks is not the only reason to exercise, right? There's so many great benefits. But kind of slowing down on maybe potentially a, a higher pace or higher intensity that you had. Yeah. And when you said like actually enjoying it, I think that's really a sweet part of it too. Is I, I mean, I enjoy really good high intensity sweat, but there's something really good too about that more gentle movement that just is like, oh, you are my body that is capable of so many different things. Okay, sweet. Okay. Number four introspection. As we've already said, we're just very poetic about this time of year in particular. But actually taking some time to reconnect with your body, reconnect with your mind, reconnect with your heart, your soul, doing things like journaling, spending time outside, all bundled up with like a warm coffee on a fall day. Like there's not much better than that, right? I mean, I think we live in such a society where we just hear things from everywhere. Mm. We're on our phones first thing in the morning or have the news on or just constantly kind of bombarded with information that. I don't think we're actually technically made to take in all of that. We weren't made to know what's happening on the other side of the world 24-7. And so being able to take a step back from that, especially in this season, can be really freeing and sweet. Mm. Yep. I love that. Mm. Number five, this is our last seasonal rhythm to share today, and I'll do the other 22 on the next episode <laughs> is boundaries. I mean, I wanted to put this one first, but I didn't want to freak just people out. Boundaries, 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 boundaries. <laughs> More so that like, it's okay to be alone mm -hmm. a little bit. It's okay to come back a little bit from socialization, right? Mm -hmm. And allow space for earlier bedtimes, allow space for cooking meals in your home allows some time for that introspection to be able to go on an hour-long walk instead of a 20-minute high-intensity interval mm -hmm. like just pulling back from some of those commitments and nourishing yourself nourishing your body with with your time and such that feels like a thing that we've spoken about here before too of like some of those things that to say no to in order to say yes to some of these other rhythmic things is like 
the idea of putting down something like, oh, that's a good thing that you were doing or that you were saying yes to. But in this particular season, the boundaries and the freedom to say, yeah, that's good, but it's not for me right now. And here's what I can pick up instead. That's good. Well, okay. so this is one of the coolest things about allowing for rhythms and allowing for seasonal or cyclic habits is it's for a short period of time Mm -hmm. right and so you're like oh i'm i'm embracing this i'm trying this out i'm gonna lean in into this direction and i know for sure that in a couple of months i'm gonna have a whole different set of wants and desires and other routines to embrace Mm -hmm. so we're not establishing something that's like well this is how i'm always going to eat yeah this is how i'm always going to move my body now it's like oh let's create some diversity and also flexibility like practicing flexibility i think is what has been really lacking in my life in not embracing rhythms in the past as i'm like i cannot divert from i'm barely holding it together (laughs) but that creates a lot of inflexibility which is difficult to be that person and be around that person so i have heard (laughs) (laughs) rumors from somebody else as you're talking it kind of reminded me of the beginning we were talking about the name change thing i'm like oh dawn is this like elegant woman's life right i feel like that's me in the fall (laughs) like you're dawn yes i i'm really stepping into the uh, dawn nature that i've was so unfortunately robbed of in my childhood (laughs) but to really embrace that and be like before it felt a little extravagant to be like well yeah i am gonna take an hour out of today in order to like get back into my sourdough making or meal prep all of these root vegetable whatever um and to actually do it and to kind of give into that feels extravagant in some ways but it's so simple right and like that's what's so sweet about it is that it's not overwhelming it's not so much but it just making space for it feels pretty luxurious yeah and the aspect of this concept and obviously there's so many parts of health that are just holistic and you know we discussed lots of those but the aspect that makes this practice really tangible is being willing to slow down and listen mm-hmm. right and recognizing that potentially we're coming out the season that we weren't able to listen well or weren't able to hear well or we're not willing to yeah. actually not willing to slow down and listen and really hear what your body is saying and that's something that we're constantly advocating for women to do right is create literacy around what your body is telling you what it needs and recognizing that there's some potential change that we're not these uh robot we're not robot people Yeah. And in particular, even monthly, right? We've spoken about that before and how important it is to connect with what's going on in your cycle each month, but who you are in these different phases of the cycle too. It's really powerful. I remember learning about ovulation and that energy boost and how much more creative you are and all of that. And once I understood that about myself, I'm like, well, that's the week, right? That I'm scheduling to do more content creation or whatever because and I notice that right I notice it's different two weeks later when I'm starting to bleed and I'm like this is not I am not who I was two weeks ago yeah and accepting that and embracing that and giving myself what I need in that it's pretty powerful absolutely 
We've probably shared this on the show before, but I'm always a little bit tickled with the concept of there's four phases of the menstrual cycle. There's four seasons in a calendar year. And somebody at some point has kind of matched those two things up, which includes winter is when you're on your period. That makes perfect sense. Cold right. and dark day. <laughs> it's like um, Elsa and Frozen when she runs off to her ice castle. <laughs> Bring is follicular as you're preparing to ovulate. Luteal is summer. Mm-hmm. Right? So that as you're ovulating and coming into the last part of your cycle. And then finally, premenstrual is fall. I feel that. Like in a new way, I feel like this year, I really feel that. And it's, to me, I feel like because the extremes of summer and winter are what they are seasonally, the spring and fall really feel like more like transitional times, right? Like you're preparing, you're leaving one thing behind and preparing for the next thing to come. So knowing that we're, that autumn and fall are like, you know, tied to the premenstrual phase of the cycle kind of gives some context to what some of those rhythms need to be right yeah it's kind of sweet to lay it out like that and I think sometimes you know at least on social media people are posting about fall and they're like like kind of making fun of the idea of like women loving fall so much and I'm like this is really something that we should actually embrace maybe we don't need to like be the girl in the Uggs with the pumpkin spice latte every day. Pumpkin spice spice baby. But you can be. You can be whatever you want to be. With it's for short Yeah, exactly. But the sweetness, I think that uh, there's something there's something there to the fact that women are drawn to this season. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Episode 10, you, you guys are, when we're talking about going way, way back, you yeah. know, episode 10 is understanding your cycle. And so we dive into all those four phases and I don't think we make it weird with the seasons I think we mostly just talk about it really straight and really straightforward if you want to learn more about your cycle and what's going on in those different phases Mm -hmm. episode 10 is your winner for that okay so ladies where can you give yourself permission to embrace some new rhythms and actually it's like the giving yourself permission to is what I'm feeling a lot of this season. Yeah. Like allowing. Yeah. How can you allow a little bit of. And they're not major allows, right? They're not huge things. They're very simple, but they're not in line necessarily with the going hustle culture around us. Which one of the five that we shared today feels most resonant with you? You know, I'm going to go with boundaries just because I feel like that's overarching in a lot of different spaces in my life, but it overarches a lot of the different pieces of allowing yourself the comfort of being okay with having your nights at home or saying no to things that just aren't right for this particular season or saying yes to some things and having the freedom to be able to do that too and allowing those yeses to actually be yeses and no's to actually be no's for good reason. It's boundary making. For for a season. For a season. Ask me what mine is. Okay. Tiffany. (laughs) Out of these five seasonal rhythms for every woman, (laughs) 
What is your particular? I th- I'm going to guess. Hurry up. What is, what's your seasonal oh, rhythm that you need to you, embrace? You guess first. This is what you think I need to do. No, I think you're going to say boundaries also. No. Oh. Sleep. <laughs> Interesting. I think so. Okay. I think that's probably what I'm lacking the most is introspection. I tend to go at a pace in which I do not have to sit in silence with myself. <laughs> Not because I'm uh, not because I'm afraid of that necessarily. When yeah. I'm intentional and I think about it, I'm like, yeah, I actually really that's very beneficial. But when I'm just doing my crazy Tiffany daily life stuff, I notice that I avoid downtime. Mm. I find you to be a very introspective person. I have a lot of things to say. About what I think, it's not the same. <laughs> not the same. <laughs> I like being introspective for other people. I was gonna say for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I've been thinking about for you lately? <laughs> Tell me, are you not uncomfortable with five minutes of there's nothing to do because you're waiting in the line at the bank or waiting to pick up your kid from an uh yeah so i have for a very long time been the person who picks up my phone and fidgets during that time where i'm just like mindlessly pressing buttons and i'm really like have made a really strong effort to not do that and just sit in the waiting yeah and i will say especially when i'm out doing stuff i've had so many more conversations with people yeah because i'm like well i've got I mean, I guess it's not downtime not thinking about anything, but also I'm like more opportunity, right, of like engaging. My mind will start to problem solve. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, good. Now I finally have time to figure out what we're going to make for dinner that's going to get everybody out of the house on time tonight or whatever, right? Which is like important. I have to do that. But I don't always take advantage of the pieces of where I'm like, what if I don't, what if it's not about productivity? Mm. What if these couple of minutes are just sitting sitting quietly and being comfortable with not having a productivity thing to do? I Mm. think that would be, I think that'd be a sweet thing for me to practice. I love that for you. And you do too. You think that would be a sweet thing for me to practice. I think that would be really great. Okay, ladies, we are winding this particular episode down, but we are winding the season up. It's going to get so wound up. (laughs) We will be embracing uh, (laughs) podcast season in a way that is very exciting Mm -hmm. and summer-like. We're going to follow our own advice, but we are going to entertain you. I guarantee it. Our yeses are yeses. And we say yes quite a bit, don't we? Okay, so from here, two things. Number one, your sleep freebie is still available to you. Click the link in the show notes to get on our email list, and then you get an immediate sleep freebie. So we we love sleep. Seasonal rhythm number one. Sleep. You have already got some detail coming mm-hmm. at you on that. And number two, we're bringing back the leave a review and we'll buy you a drink. 
leave a review that we read on the podcast and we'll buy you a drink. If your review <laughs> is nice, I will tell you what. I don't know how this happened. I do not know how this happened. Our rating right now is 4.9. Sub perfect. <laughs> Somebody left a one star on ours without an explanation. Not buying them a drink. They probably accidentally clicked on the oral sex one because they're <laughs> jerks and just wanted to hear a bunch of nasty stuff. And then. And then they were like, this isn't nasty. No, this is just informative. <laughs> I hate these people. So you leaving a review would actually be really helpful. In particular, a five star. Yeah. And we look at them every single week. It is the only thing that keeps us going. So if you want more episodes, please give us a review. But we will read them on the show. And if we read them on the show, you say, hey. That was me. That was me. You read my review on the show and we'll buy you a drink. It can be any drink you want. Coffee, tea. No, I mean, we're not going to buy you, like, a Dom Perignon or whatever it's called. It can't be that. But, like, a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> yeah. A cocktail or a glass of wine. Yeah. We are good for it. Okay. Yep. Wrap it up. We loved chatting about this. I hope that it I hope that you take home some things that you're like, yes, I do have some freedom in this season and a bit more understanding of why it is that this season is potentially calling out to you the way that it is to us too. And we will see you next week. Pumpkin spice spice baby. Ling 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 ling. <laughs> <laughs>